0: the new maid. Oh, yes, I've been expecting you. Come in, please. I'm Mrs. Letherby. Glad to meet you, Mrs. Leatherby. Your cottage is on the third floor. I suggest that you take your bag upstairs and refresh yourself. Then come down to my study. I'll give you your instructions. Yes, Mrs. Leatherby, Right away. It's the first door on the right. I'm sure you'll like it. Oh, yes, Mrs. Leatherby.
1: Hey, Millie. What are you doing here?
0: Ruth! I didn't know you were a caterer. What are you doing in this place? I got a job as a maid. I just think we can to be together.
1: Get inside.
0: Louis, act like you're mad or something.
1: You tell anybody you knew me?
0: Nobody asked me. Why'd you come around here anyway? I didn't know you were working here. You're the chauffeur for these people, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Now listen. Don't tell anybody I think you here. All right. Don't say you know me. Don't admit you ever saw me before, understand.
0: Yeah, but why?
1: I'll fix it so we can meet downtown once in a while. I've got to beat it. I'll see you later. Lewis,
0: you're not mixed up in, in something corporate. Don't talk. Lewis, you're hurting me.
1: You open that face, and I'll do more than that. This is Steve Granger, private detective with a story about a fond mama who wanted to prevent her son from making a misalliance, only to find murder in her menage. In just a moment, I'll take you back to. August, when vacations were the vogue, and business was bigger than an absent-minded professor suffering from amnesia. I was suffering, too, from the heat. Granger speaking.
0: Mr. Granger, this is Mrs. Manfred Lederby. I'd like to have you come out to my residence.
1: What about, Mrs. Leatherby?
0: It's a matter of such importance that I can't discuss it over the telephone. You shall be amply repaid for your time.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You'll come out immediately?
1: Why not? It's my best offer of the day. Mrs. Manfred Leatherby tossed me an exclusive address in Westchester. When I got there, I found the house was Southern Vintage with four white pillars, one of which turned out to be the butler. A minute later, I was closeted with Mrs. Manfred Leatherby.
0: I'm glad you were so prompt, Mr. Granger. This matter is very important to me. The girl is absolutely no good.
1: And what girl?
0: Beverly Elkins. The girl that
1: Dexter wants to marry. Dexter is my son. Do I gather that you want this uh, marital venture broken up? I do. Does he have money?
0: Only what I give him. Turn off the supply.
1: That'll bring him round. Not
0: Dexter. He's very strong-minded. I want this girl investigated. And I want to know where they go and what they do. I've already thought out a scheme whereby you can be introduced into the house as a family friend. My husband, Manford, can be found any afternoon in the city.
1: The Sheep's Head Hotel. In the bar, it should be easy to strike up an acquaintance with him. Fine, fine. That's all I need. Good. Well, I might as well uh, get right on my way. Ah! Uh, who's that? Taunted like the maid.
0: Oh, Missus Missus believe for heaven's
1: sake, what's wrong? Mister
0: shoulder He's lying on the floor of his room, What? Missus Leatherby, I think he's dead.
1: The young maid was right. When I found the chauffeur, there were no marks on him to indicate how he died. I did my duty and called the police. They arrived, went through the routine, and took the body away. Then Mrs. Leatherby had one sentence for me.
0: If you hurry back to Manhattan, Mr. Granger, you'll just
1: be able to catch Mr. Leatherby.
0: The
1: bar at the Sheep's Head Hotel was crowded to the cash registers with middle-aged men, all of whom were healed like Rogers. I have an attendant point out Manfred Leatherby. One hour later we were the best of friends. Mr. Granger, your stories
0: of adventure are like wine to me. Mm, thanks, Mr. Lennon. You're a man who's extremely sophisticated from travel. You've been around. All I've done is play the stock market, finance a few enterprises, and go home tired. No vacation? Oh, you are a blast here. South America, year before. Orient a few times, but nothing like you've done. No, no, no. Look here, Granger. Are you busy this evening? Oh, nothing too important. Well, how about coming home with me? You can be my guest for dinner. like to have you. Spend the night if you wish. I'd like you to meet my son, Dexter. Uh, Dexter? Yes, he's a, he's a fine boy, but Mrs. Letherby, uh, she's making it tough for him. Won't let him get married. That's too bad. You come along with
1: me. you got 12 guest rooms. Might as well use one. <laughs> By luring Manfred Leatherby into the invitation, I'd be able to appear in front of his son, Dexter, as a guest of his father's. That'd make my job of looking after him a little easier. But at the Sheepshead Hotel, I picked up an overnight bag and headed for Westchester. The door was opened by the maid who found the chauffeur's body. Oh, good
0: evening, Mr. Leatherby. Good evening, Millie little thing. Just came to work for us recently. Oh. Uh, Millie, take Mr. Granger's bag up to, uh, uh let me see, uh, to my guest room. The, uh, green and purple one? Yes. Yes, of course, sir. Right away. I'll introduce you to my wife uh, and
1: then show you your room. Mrs. Leatherby's act, as though she'd never met me till tonight, was well done. She both the news of the chauffeur's death to us husband. Then he conducted me to the door of my room. And left me to freshen up. This was my guest room, done in a bilious purple, with a green so fervent it was overwhelming. Had a large bed, comfortable chairs, and an occupant, a young maid, Millie. Oh! Well, if it isn't the little maid. Yes, sir. See, so you've hung up my things. Very nice. Thank you. See, so you've unpacked my bag, too. Very nice. Thank you. See, you went through it pretty thoroughly, too. Come here.
0: Don't, mister. Don't hurt
1: me. Why'd you search my stuff?
0: I was afraid. You're
1: afraid. So you go through my bag. What do you suppose I got in my pockets from trap? I
0: don't oh, mean that, mister. I'm scared on the of Lewis, the chauffeur who was murdered.
1: How do you know he was murdered?
0: But he wouldn't kill himself. We were too happy.
1: What's this we business?
0: Lewis and I were married. <laughs>
1: This came as a bit of a shock, this news of the marriage between the dead chauffeur and the very live, very pretty young maid, Millie Payton. I stared at her, stared so hard that she got more nervous than ever.
0: Why are you looking at me like that?
1: How long has Lewis been working here? Oh, about
0: a year, I guess. He never told me where he worked.
1: But he got you the job here, huh?
0: No, no. I didn't even know he was here. I, I used my maiden name.
1: And who did get you the job?
0: A girl told me about it.
1: What girl? Her
0: I name's mean, Benwick. Ellie Finners. Sorry,
1: Mrs. Latterby. I know it's not a good hour to call. That sounds like the police. I'll take this up with you later. I hate to disturb you, Mrs. Leatherby, but it's about that chauffeur of yours who died. What is this? Just how did it happen and where? Well, well, Lieutenant Mike Harding himself. Oh, no, not you, Granger. What's a homicide man doing way out in the country? Mr. Granger, do you know this officer? We've met before, Mrs. Leatherby. Granger, were you around when the chauffeur died? Yep. You remember the one no marks on him, and the doc's verdict was that he died by poison, self-administered? Mm-hmm. Well, we got a telephone call at headquarters telling us to investigate the chauffeur's death. Saying it was obviously a murder, if we can discover the truth. Who made the call, man or woman? The voice was disguised. I called the local boys. They asked me to come out here. Mother, I'm terribly sorry I'm late. The convertible had a flat tire. And, oh, what's wrong?
0: This is my son, Dexter. Steve Granger and Doug. The name again, please.
1: Harding. Lieutenant Mike Harding, a New York homicide. Oh, yes, I'd forgotten. Hey, what's the police officer doing out here?
0: I'll explain later. Get ready for dinner.
1: All right, Mother, just as you like.
0: Granger, I want to talk to I you. I shall leave. I'm not interested in
1: your conversation. Thanks. Now, Granger, what, why are you here? Ordinary job. Mother is worried that the wrong girl will marry little Dexter. Little Dexter? Stands at least 6'4", looks like a heavyweight champion, and you call him Little Dexter. First time I ever saw him. For mother's chatter, you'd think he was undernourished. Heaven forbid. I told Lieutenant Harding about the maid and what she'd told me. I warned him to go easy on her, since the little kid was on the verge of hysteria. Then I went into dinner. Manfred Letterby was chatting away to his son. Mrs. Leatherby sat at the head of the table, as formidable as an aircraft carrier.
0: Dexter, stop eating so fast.
1: Mother, I'm in a hurry. A better do as you meant to suggest,
0: Dexter. I'm sorry, but
1: I've got an appointment. I'm late now. You're
0: not going out with that girl again. Uh,
1: Dexter whooped down two pounds of meat, three baked potatoes, a large patch of lettuce and tomatoes, and got out of there. Mrs. Leatherby tossed me a knowing eye, but I leaned back for one second. Then I made an excuse to Manfred Leatherby. But, Mr. Granger,
0: one never goes to bed this early. Uh, Not even in the country.
1: I'm I'm very tired, uh, Mr. Leatherby. I'd like to get some rest.
0: Let the man go to bed, Manfred. I'll pay some backgammon with you. Oh, I mean, uh, yes,
1: dear. I got out of the station almost as soon as Dexter. I sat one car in back of him. So I meet the girl at the quiet cocktail lounge in New York. Later I watched them being seated in the more quiet eating place on the east side. The girl was neither homely nor beautiful. She was just another girl. I ordered something and made a mistake. I let Dexter get a look at me. Ten minutes later, he loomed over me as big as a house. Stone House. Well, Mr. Granger. I thought you were at the house in the country. Yeah, I was, Dexter, but I got a call. Uh, had to get back to town, meeting a man shortly. Oh, too bad. I thought you'd join my fiance Beverly Elkin and me. We're right over there. Oh, is that where you're sitting, <laughs> I didn't even notice. If you've got a minute, come over. I'll introduce you. I'm sorry, but I have to leave. I'll be seeing you. Don't stay out too late. I never do. Oh, Wait, wait, I'll walk you to the door. I walked along with the young man, feeling like a tug in tow by a steamer. When we got to the door, his demeanor switched. I'll step out with you for a second. Uh, don't get a cab here, Dorman. Now, Granger. Yes? Yeah? Don't bother snooping around after me, understand? I'm old enough to take care of myself. i not snooping around. Oh, big shot. Don't try to fool me. I know what you're up to. I know that Mother hired you. What? You want to take on a report to Mother, huh? Well, see this? It's your fist. So what? So if you don't want it smashing up your nose, keep it out of my business. The boy held up a fist in front of my face, and its size was not calculated to inspire contempt. It was as big as a ham and looked twice as meaty. I don't mind running the normal risks of my profession, but at that moment, Dexter Leatherby didn't bear any resemblance to a normal risk. It looked more like a nasty rampage. After throwing me a final glare of dislike, Dexter Leatherby went back into the restaurant I decided there was no point in standing on the pavement Shivering at the prospect of what the hulking youngster might do to me I wound my way to the apartment of Cal Hendricks, my newspaper friend Steve, my boy, you look as preoccupied as a bride over a first biscuit I've been up to visit the ultra, ultra Manfred Leatherbys. Oh, and that pseudo southern baronial estate of theirs? What cooks? Some Dexter is gadding around with a girl he wants to marry. Mama wants to mix it. Dexter is just a big bear. I know. He just waved his paw in my face. He's quite a boy around town. I had quite a long run with a nightclub singer, Eloise Beneret. Say that again Eloise Beneret. Oh. Where does she live? Oh, I don't know. But there's a man who might locate her, named Norman. Runs the ship's grill over on Tenth Avenue. Yes, I'll step over to the ship's grill. Take along an anchor, or you'll drift. Quiet, or I'll sink you. <laughs> That's with the ship's grill. It resembled a ship, like a motorcycle resembles a Cadillac. I looked for the ship's grill captain and found him leaning down at the end of the bar. You were looking for me? Yeah. I'm Steve Granger. i want to ask you a question. You're know, the private eye. What's the snoop act? I don't know much. Just like to know where Eloise Benneret is. What do you want a floor? She knew Dexter Leatherby. She also recommended a maid to the Leatherby's. That's not all. Go on. Okay, here it is. Dexter wants to marry some gal named Beverly Elkin. She's a society bud, but the bloom isn't big enough for Mama. And uh, the old lady wants it killed. Yeah. Where's Eloise fit to this? I don't know. I'd like to find out. Here. I'll write down an address. Go there. Maybe you can do yourself some good. Who are you? Mr. Fellow trying to get along.
0: Well, get along. Down the hole. <coughs> Foot out of the door.
1: I want to talk to you about Dexter Leatherby.
0: What about him? And who are you? I've seen you around. I'm Steve Granger. Oh, yes, a snooper. You knock these days instead of peering through keyholes, eh?
1: I want to ask you something. How come you told a kid named Millie to get a job with the Leatherby's? Because you knew her husband was their chauffeur and she didn't? Why should I talk to you? If you'll read the paper, you'll find that Lewis, the chauffeur, is dead. Poisoned. Oh, no. Care to talk?
0: I, I sent Millie out there for the job. I wanted her in the house. I wanted her to find out something for me.
1: What? you? <laughs> oh, are you all right? I, I think so. Stay away from the window. There's no sign of him. I had to the front window and ran.
0: He shot at me, Granger. I felt the bullet. He wanted to kill me.
1: I oh. I... I don't know. We'll get your stuff. Let's get out of here. I waited while Eloise Bennered got some things together, and we headed towards the front door. As I opened it, I found an unpleasant shock in front of me. Its name was Lieutenant Harding. Well, well, Granger... And you were around every time a shot is fired in New York? You're too complimentary, Lieutenant Harding. Who's this? Eloise Banner. Oh, yeah, the singer. what happened? Somebody threw a slug at her. Why? Please, Mike, I'm no mind reader. Granger, I thought you were following young Leatherby around, trying to break up that romance. What are you doing in midtown Manhattan with a singer?
0: Just a second. Did you say romance with young Leatherby? What romance?
1: Some girl named Beverly Elkin. Why? Nothing. Were you mixed up with young Leatherby, too? I... Lieutenant, suppose you take Miss Bennett into protective custody. Why? Because you look so charming when you're protective. Granger, if this is another of your famous gags, your next job will be for the state. Pension permanently, I hope, up the river. (laughs) got Eloise Benner at his side, whispered to her to say nothing, watched Harding pander into the police car and drive off. I went back to Norman's ship's grill. I was slightly furious. The Eloise Granger? You pulled a smart caper, Norman. Caper? You tipped me an Eloise Bennett's address, and either you or a pal follows me, you listen to what I've got to ask. Why what? the <laughs> gun act? The shot at Eloise through the window. Shot? What are you talking about? What happened to Eloise? Somebody tried to put her away. Where is she? At police said caught us in a protective custody. You're telling the truth? Call oh. Lieutenant Harding and make sure. Lucky for you, she didn't get hurt. Why? Because Eloise Benner, it happens to be my sister. Your sister? Yeah. Norman, how'd you find out that Lewis was killed up at the land of his place? Millie called and I... Oh. So little maid tipped you up. I, 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 I didn't say that. So then you called police headquarters and just mentioned that Lewis's death could have been murder, not suicide. It was you, Norman, wasn't it? I, I thought I was right. And who is the killer? I'm not talking, Granger. I'm not saying a thing. <laughs> tried to get another word out of Norman for ten minutes, then gave it up and called Lieutenant Harding on the phone. He agreed to send a car up and take the bar owner in for questioning. I said I'd come along. I wanted a word with Norman's sister, Eloise.
0: Granger, what is this all about? Why did you have me brought down here and locked
1: up? Because I didn't want you hurt, Eloise. I want to ask you something. Why did you get that funny expression on your face when I mentioned a romance between Dexter Leatherby and Beverly Elkin? Did I? Stop putting on the innocent act.
0: I don't remember any expression on my face.
1: Miss Venerate, you're mixed up in a killing. You realize that? Somebody tried to put you away because you must know something about it. Do I? You got the maid Millier job near her husband. Why?
0: All right, I'll tell you. Louis was up to something. I wanted to find out what it was, but I never did.
1: That was all the girl told me. I went back to Harding's office and found him grim-faced and angry. Norman wouldn't answer any kind of question. He merely said he'd take care of his own business his own way. police officer could get into the record bureau. Then Harding did, after I suggested something. Then we got a prowl car out of the garage and drove off to the Leneby place. I hope you are right, Granger. Yeah, so do I. How are you going to get into the house? Wake up the butlers. Are you crazy? You wake up everybody. You forget... I'm a guest here. The butler was still up. Remembered me and let me in. But instead of going to my own room, I headed for the one occupied by the maid, Millie. Mrs. Granger, don't make a sound, Millie. Why? you want? Close the door.
0: But Mrs. Leatherby...
1: Never mind, Mrs. Leatherby. I want to know something about you, Millie. What? Why did you go through my bag? Because you knew Lewis was up to something. Because you thought I was either a gangster or a cop.
0: I was afraid of you.
1: And you warned your husband Lewis, didn't you? Not to go through with what he was doing. Tell me the truth. Yes, sir. What was he doing?
0: When I walked into his room, he was writing a note. I slipped it off the desk. Where is it? I destroyed it.
1: Was it written to Dexter? Did it ask for money?
0: Yes.
1: Is that what Eloise wanted you to find out?
0: Yes. Yes, it was.
1: I told the girl to stay where she was, went downstairs, and let in Lieutenant Harding. We made one cautious phone call to Dexter's love, Beverly Elkin. Then we woke up Mr. and Mrs. Leatherby. Mr. Granger, what is the meaning of this? I really don't think you should wake us at this hour. Mrs. Leatherby, you employed me to see that your boy Dexter wouldn't marry Beverly Elkin. Well? And Mrs. Leatherby, I'm happy to say that Dexter won't marry her. Really? Because he's been married for some time to a girl named Eloise Benneret. Oh, dear me. Dexter's in trouble, too. It looks like he was the one who poisoned the chauffeur, Lewis. Lewis was blackmailing him. But, but he couldn't have. It. It's also possible he shot at his own wife tonight. Afraid she might reveal that their secret. All love another goat ships. Pleasant editing. It's also possible he shot at his own wife tonight. Afraid she might reveal their secret to me. That's incredible, Mr. Granger. Where is Dexter now?
0: Why I, I, I don't know.
1: At him, Granger? Come in, Dexter. The police and I want to talk to you. The police? It's cramming. Oh. Come on, honey. I wonder which way it went Certainly dropped out of sight Hey, there he goes That's... Over to that other place One of those big houses Looks like it's been closed Look it's running up on the porch Look out, danger He's gone inside Hey, this place is rotten with age Yeah Upstairs. Okay, Dexter, come back down and we'll shoot. Don't get me. You're under arrest. Come on, come down. Look at that stairway. It's giving way. Dexter, look out! stairs in the old house broke apart Dexter Leatherby fell from the second floor right through to the cement floor of the basement he lived long enough to confess the poisoning of Lewis the chauffeur and shooting at his own wife Eloise the coroner was summoned and Lieutenant Harding took care of the details I bumped into him a few days later I played young Dexter's death down Granger no sense in hurting his parents and nice people It hey, took it hard enough as it was that Eloise Banneret she took it well too she and her brother filled in the details well, no, that is that, Lieutenant. Including your fee. That, I presume, flew out the window. You Steve Granger? Yeah. Special message service. I'm here. Uh, thanks. Something interesting? It's from Mrs. Weatherby. Oh? Remember your crack about my fee flying out the window? So? Buying this check, I'd say it just flew in the door. Steve Granger again. You've just heard one of the most interesting cases in my file. And I'll have another one for you. So be around next time.